Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. So guys, this week I have another Bravo Gleperty on my podcast, and if you're a huge Below Deck fan, then I think you guys will love this episode, because my guest this week is Shane Cooper-Smith from the latest season of Below Deck. Um, If you're not familiar with Below Deck, the whole Below Deck franchise, which is absolutely huge on Bravo now. They have multiple different um, spinoffs from the original. Basically, it follows a crew on multiple different luxury yachts or sailing um, boats. but mostly very luxury yachts and the crew that works on those yachts. And then it obviously shows the very over-the-top, usually over-the-top charter guests that um, the crew waits on hand and foot. So you see kind of that dynamic, and then you also see what happens below deck, which is kind of like behind the scenes with um, the crew hooking up, the crew's relationships working together, um, when things go wrong, the tension, all of that, you really see all of that on the show. So it's very interesting. And um, there's many different series in the franchise now. And they're even making some more currently that are going to be new. So um, it, it's huge for Bravo. But my guest this week, Shane, he was on the latest season. Um, I um, really enjoyed talking to him because he was on the show for... Um, kind of like half the season, and then he ended up getting sent home early, um, and being let go. And I, I don't think he fully got to share his, um, you know, how he really felt about things and his true opinion and stuff. So, um, I decided to interview him and give him the opportunity to kind of say everything that he wants to say about his experience on Below Deck. Now, what you'll find out about Shane is he's a very chill and laid back guy. Um, and he is not a, he, he's not all about being on reality TV and that kind of thing. He is um, really um, big into sustainability and um, helping the environment and stuff. So we chat about that as well. And he gives some great tips about how you can um, do better for the environment. So I really hope that you guys enjoy my interview with Shane. I will have all of his social media and his information in the description so you guys can check that out. But without further ado, here is my interview with Shane from Below Deck. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, anyway, so um, I kind of want to start at the beginning of everything. So I'd love to um, just start with, so what is your experience in yachting um, prior to doing Below Deck? So my experience in yachting prior to Below Deck was not super extensive. I mean, I grew up on boats and around the ocean my whole life. I was super comfortable in water, uh, but I was more familiar with like small power boats and a little bit of sailing. 
Uh, I was mm-hmm. not experienced with like mega yachts. Okay. Um, just curious, why did you want to do this show? Were you had you seen it before or? So I hadn't seen much of the show before. I kind of did it. Well, A, I, I found out about it because my cousin was like, hey, Shane, have you heard of this show called Below Deck? And I was like, no, why? He's like, I think you'd be perfect for it. So that's how I heard about it. And then uh, I watched a little bit and I was like, you know, um, it looks like a great place to build a platform for what I'm really passionate about in life, sustainability. And also, like, it looked like a lot of fun. Like, who wouldn't want to go on a mega yacht into like some of the most beautiful locations in the world so i did it and it was fun I got a big platform and now, now i'm just cruising right right um so you hadn't seen any episodes before you joined right i mean i had watched like probably half a season maybe okay i okay. mean like, i don't really watch reality tv to be honest with you i never really watched it before so like, it's fun. I mean, it's an engaging show, sure. I don't think there's a whole lot of, like, societal benefits from it. But, you know, it's entertaining. So I watched a little bit for the entertaining reasons. Right, right. Just curious, were you nervous at all? Because, like, reality TV can be a crazy world. And, um, like, after seeing what, you know, the people went through on TV? Were you nervous? Were you hesitant? Or were you just down for anything? You seem very chill and relaxed, so I assume you're kind of down for whatever. I mean, I was a little nervous about just being filmed 24-7, you know? I mean, I grew up as an actor and model, so I know what it's like to okay. like be in front of the camera, and I'm used to it. Um, but I mean, to tell you the truth, I wasn't really that nervous. I mean, I know who I am. My friends know who I am. I'm like, I've got a good friend group and family and my girlfriend knows me and like all that stuff. So I wasn't that worried about it. I was just more like keep my head down, try and not get involved with the pointless drama and talk about what I think is important and then kind of go like that with it once I was done. <laughs> right, right. That's, hey, that's a good way to look at it. Okay, so mostly everyone was new this season besides... Captain Lee and Eddie, obviously. But so, what were your first impressions? Um, so, we'll start with Eddie because he's kind of a veteran to this whole thing. So, yeah, no, I mean, my first impressions with Eddie were good. I was like, sweet, I'm bunking with my boss. He's going to sleep above me. And I was like, we got to know each other. And he's a little bit of an environmentalist. He was a funny guy. And yeah, we got on pretty well. Uh, I liked Izzy. Ashlyn came in later. She was chill. Francesca and I got along. James, you know, he's a good one to shoot the shit with. He was a funny guy. Elizabeth, she was chill. She was good. We did yoga and hung out. Captain Lee, honestly, I don't think I got to know him super well. I mean, like, he's seen, he's, he has seen a million versions of me, like green yachties, you know? So it was like, we, we bonded a little bit, but obviously, like, not a ton. And then Rachel was very focused on cooking, and she absolutely crushed it. And then Avery, he was cool. He kind of left early, though, because of uh, family issues. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they're pretty good. That's awesome. Well, um, you know, what did your cast members think about your sustainability? Is that something you're really passionate about? So how did they kind of uh, react to all of that? They, they were receptive to it. I mean, they liked it. They're all kind of like... You know, like millennials are there in that age range. They know about 
the importance of protecting our planet and saving it. So they're very respe- receptive. Izzy especially liked it. She said she learned a little bit. She taught me a little bit as well. And Eddie liked it, you know, but at the end of the day, like working on the yacht, yachting and work came first and sustainability came second. And, you know, I got that. So, yeah, it was just, it was like a little hard to juggle working on the yacht and also like projecting what my mission is, you know, but I feel like I had a decent balance of it. That's good. Um, How did you implement sustainability on the boat? So that uh, is a good question. I implemented sustainability by bringing reusable saran wrap, uh, biodegradable sunscreen. I bought eco-friendly shampoo and conditioner. And I think mostly I just educated a bunch of the, a lot of the crew members and a lot of the guests that came on the boat. I helped one lady. Uh, one lady was going to bring home a conch shell all the way back to L.A. And she was taking it from a marine protection reserve. And I was like, you actually can't do that. That's like a marine reserve. Um, you can't take shells. And like, because obviously if everyone took one conch shell, there'd be zero conch shells left. And she was right. totally, she was totally cool with it. She was like, oh, thank you for letting me know. Like, I wasn't aware. And then <clears throat> threw it back in the water together. Okay. Okay. That's very cool. So I j- agreed to do it. And then all of a sudden I saw Elizabeth on the, on the lineup as well. Like one of the keynote speakers. And I was like, well, sweet. We're going to. Uh-huh. We'll be doing it together. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, So kind of when you came onto the boat this season, and obviously, as I said in the beginning, reality TV is an interesting world. And obviously, as viewers, we only see certain aspects of you and what they choose to show and all of that. So... Knowing that, um, obviously, when you came on the boat, you, you seemed very laid back, and it kind of made you seem kind of clueless in a way. Um, so is that how you really were, or do you feel that they kind of made you seem different than how you normally are? No, well, I mean, reality TV, they're, the editors are geniuses. They, It's like same thing in a novel. Like They'll have characters, and they'll have certain archetypes. They'll have the hero, the villain the jock the skater rat the surfer dude like so the editors will archetype all of the actors in below deck into a certain box so they like you know i mean like the easiest archetype is captain lee he's like the solemn all-knowing veteran captain you know that's how they portray him and i'm not saying he's not like that in real life but that's how they portray him they do a great job at portraying him like that then they portray james as like the partier they portrayed Elizabeth as like the yogi and then they just portrayed me as like the surfer, like environmentalist kind of like stoner dude. It's mm-hmm. like, whatever. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> they just like to edit it like that. Right. Right. Um, so watching it back, how did you feel watching it? Um, did you feel like that is an accurate representation of who you are? Or? I mean, obviously not. It's like they edit it to how exactly to show only your flaws and not highlight your pros. You know, it's just that's just the way that was the nature of the business. I had an idea that it was going to be like that when I went into the show. I was a little naively optimistic that they'll make me out as like only a good guy with only positive attributes. But like they didn't. And, you know, whatever. Like I said, I 
my friends know who I am. My girlfriend knows who I am. My parents know who I am. All the people who I care about in life know who I am. So it's like, you know. Right, right. Hey, that's a great way to look at it. Um, So you're the first charter guests of the season were absolutely insane. And things kind of obviously got off to a rough start anyway because Captain Lee was injured. So, like, things were kind of crazy anyway. But um, so, you know, going in with the first charter guest, um, you know, what did you think of them? How did you feel about them? You know, I knew that they had been on the boat before and I knew that they knew how to play the game because they had been on the charter boat um, in the past, like on below deck. So I just like treaded carefully around them. I tried to have some fun and then I was also learning a ton all at once, you know, because I didn't know anything about yachting really. But, uh, yeah, it worked out. They were entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, do you keep in touch with any of the charter guests after? I know some people from the show, um, they've developed, obviously, a good relationship with them. And yeah, any a little of the bit. Um, uh, Dax and Max, like, on Instagram a little bit. Okay. Cool. Hey, that's good. Um, so starting with the second charter, um, things got very tense, uh, or started to get kind of tense with you and Eddie, um, you know, he threw some jabs at you and confessionals and obviously you don't see confessionals until the show airs. So that's kind of a difficult thing, but what was your reaction, uh, watching that back and kind of seeing the progression of what he was saying and what he was saying behind your back and all of that? I was definitely surprised. I was like, I didn't think Eddie was going to say stuff like that. I mean, he didn't seem like the type of guy that would have the heart in him to say, like, call another person stupid on reality TV. Like, I mean, whatever. That's like, a like, I'm not hurt by it. But I was just definitely surprised that Eddie was going to say things like that. Um, I mean, he's also been on the show for multiple seasons, so he knows how to play the game. He knows how to get a lot of people to watch him and see follow him on Instagram and do his own personal business. So, you know, whatever, like he did his thing. Um, but yeah, then, then we met on, uh, below or the after show and we cleared everything up. And like, he, he, he's like, yeah, dude, like, I obviously don't think you're stupid. And I was like, I know you didn't think I was like, it was just the confessionals make you, they honestly kind of make you say things you don't really want to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, uh, you did confront Eddie about his sarcastic um, remarks. So do you regret kind of confronting him about that, or do you stand by it? No, so I'm, I stand by it. Like, that's how I felt, and let him know. I was like, you know, I'm not going to take sarcasm because I'm, tr- I'm learning a lot right now. I'm new to all this, and it's going to inhibit my learning on this boat. I mean, and that being said, it's also like, sure, like, I don't care. Like, we can joke around and have fun with each other. Maybe I took it a little personally, but I also am glad that I told him that I didn't, like, I found that comment a little offensive. And he took it like a man, you know? We were like, whatever, and we moved on. Right, right. And I think uh, the unique thing with you guys, and I think people maybe don't always understand it, but, I mean, you guys are working very closely together. You're in stressful situations, so obviously there's going to be some tension and moments where you might be emotional in the moment, but later looking back, 
it, you realize it wasn't a huge deal. So, yeah, I mean, completely understandable. Um, but I'm, I think it's good that you stood up and said how you felt. So that's always good. Thanks. Um, yeah. So you eventually did get sent home early. Um, so what really happened with that situation? And do you believe that it was within reason to send you home? So it was kind of like a perfect storm with Avery getting sent home on the first day of like the boat. And Avery mm-hmm. was really going to be like the keystone to James and I working on deck. And he went home early due to family issues. So it kind of left James and I out there to dry. And then Izzy came out and she was also great. Um, but it just the three of us just weren't enough to get the job done. And I mean, I was really green and really novice. And like, to tell you the truth, I probably should not have been hired onto a mega yacht like that of that caliber with such little experience. I was hired on the show because they thought I would be entertaining for TV. So that's why I was there. Then when it, when push came down to shove and the work really needed to get done and I obviously was not experienced enough, then like, yeah, I got I had to get sent home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So would you do anything differently looking back on the whole experience? <laughs> yeah, if I was going to do something differently, I would just be absolutely in their face about sustainability and environmentalism. Because at the end of the day, they're, they're, the foolish drama and the situations that they blow out of proportion really has no positive effect on society. And I truly believe that sustainability, protecting our planet and environmentalism does have a positive effect on our society. So if I could have portrayed that or conveyed that even more on the television show, then I would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what is your opinion on what Kate Chastain had to say about you and watch what happens live because she claimed that you are sustainable but you're working on a motor yacht and it isn't good for the environment so what do you think about what she had to say because she's kind of big in the whole below deck world and yeah yeah. no I get it I mean and um I've gotten that question quite a few times Kate's not the only one that's asked it and it's a completely warranted question on the surface level yeah, it sounds really foolish that I was working on a super yacht. But digging down deeper, I did it with a reason. I did it with a purpose. You know, the main, the, the uh, surface level reason as to why I did it is because yachting is an unsustainable industry. I was aware of that. So I came in to make an unsustainable industry a little bit less unsustainable. So I brought in eco-friendly sunscreen, shampoo and conditioners. Uh, like I educated crew members and guests and the captain. So like, I made a difference on that one boat right there, without a doubt. And then deeper, I mean, Below Deck is the most watched television show when it comes to, like, yachting, right? Mm -hmm. I raised awareness and environmentalism to their millions of viewers. That's a big success for me. So, you know, that was a big reason why I did it. So, like, yeah, Kate, I see your question. I see your point. I just want you to understand that... I did it with a reason and intentions and a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. And yeah, I think, I mean, I think obviously how she was saying it was to be a bit shady and dramatic, but um, like you said, I guess other people did have the same question. So, um, but I'm glad you got to clear it up. Um, how was your experience on Watch What Happens Live? Because I, 
I mean, I watch it pretty regularly, but I watched like clips of your episode and stuff and you just seemed very frustrated. Um, and it can be difficult being on like a, you know, late night, it's a pretty big uh, late night talk show and it can be a lot. So, you know, how did you feel about it? Uh, you know, I learned that reality TV was a really difficult path to go down to spread a message, especially mm -hmm. like a heartfelt and positive message. I mean, if I wanted to start my own alcohol or tobacco company, then reality TV would be a great first stop to like get a whole bunch of followers and then pitch some like shady alcohol brand. Sure. But to like go on reality TV and pitch something educational and informative, I don't think that the viewers are necessarily there to get that type of content. So on Watch What, Watch what Happens Live, the people on there are just looking for drama and noise and the latest scandal. So that's what Andy Cohen has to convey on a show, you know? So, and I just didn't like to play by that game because I'm not like that as a person. And yeah, I got, I mean, I guess, sure, it was like a little frustrating not. I didn't want to talk about drama. I wanted to talk about conversations that had some substance to them. Mm hmm Yeah. Um, but I think, okay, so now that you've been on the show, I think, I mean, it seems like your, your social media is really active. I mean, you have fans, like, really, um, now that they've seen you on the show, but, you know, they can see a different side of you on social media. How has that kind of been, have they been... Um, have you really been able to spread your message of sustain, uh, sustainability and, uh, you know, have you really, um, have people really uh, followed you because of that now and seen a different side of you? 1000%. I have, I got a lot of, a ton of engagement and there was actually a lot of people that watched Below Deck that were into environmentalism <clears throat> and sustainability. And I think that there was a sigh of relief that they found a community through Instagram and myself, where we could all connect and communicate and talk about plants and sharing and recycling and composting, et cetera. So no, I didn't get like, like as many followers as some of the other cast members. But you know, I don't really care. It was just about that I have a small, dedicated group of followers that are engaged. And um, I've watched my social media following grow even since the show has ended by um, just like affecting one person who affected another who affected another and it's been like a butterfly effect of positivity. That's awesome. See, I'm glad to see all of that come out of this. So I'm glad. Um, what are some of your favorite moments from the charter season? It can be on and off camera. Any fun memories that you have that you have from it? Some of my fun or some of my favorite memories from the charter season I'm going to say the beach picnics were pretty cool. Those are fun. Mm, nights out with the crew specifically. We went to a reggae bar. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the reggae bar. And then actually one of my favorite things that happened was like after I got let go from the boat, they put me up in a hotel for a couple nights. And I was like, all right, well, cool. Like, made some money from the show. I'm like stoked on life. And there was this party, <laughs> there's this party up on top of, uh, one of the Hills in Antigua. Um, it was at like this, it was like, a, like an old castle or something like that. Wow. And 
and I went there and it was super fun. There was like hundreds of people there and there was drum circles and it was just really fun. Cause like, I just, I just went solo, just like high on life, met a bunch of other yachties and they were all like, Oh, like, why are you like, what are you doing? What boat do you work on? And like, I kind of had to make up the story cause I couldn't say that I was on below deck. Right. So just kind of made up a story, but it was fun, you know? Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad. Um, would you do below deck again if you were asked? Probably not. Actually, not probably. Almost <laughs> with certainty, no. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think some. Well, it's pretty rare. Below deck's a different kind of show where they always have new people, so it's not like it would be odd for you not to come back. But if you went back. Do you think you would go in, obviously, like with a different, um, different motive and kind of understanding how everything works? I mean, obviously, it's not really something you're into anyway. But yeah, well, there's two answers to that question. The first answer is actually the executive producer messaged me like uh, a couple months ago, so like this is after the season, after the show had aired, and she was like, "Hey, the network really likes you. I'm sure if you got some more experience on boats, they would love to have you back." And I basically responded with saying, like, I'm down to work with you guys again, but not on Below Deck. If you guys want to start a TV show about sustainability and have me hosting it, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I'm down to go on Below Deck. And then uh, if I was going to go back, the number one thing I would do is spend months on a yacht and get get a lot of experience. So I'm prepared to do the yachting component of the show. Right, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm sure it's very difficult, especially with cameras and, you know, the whole yachting seems hard enough. I, yeah. Yeah. I think adding the reality TV part is just, that can be very stressful. So I get it. Um, do you keep in touch with any of your crew members? Here and there, you know, just Instagram, Izzy, Elizabeth, Eddie a little bit. Um, yeah, here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess it's been weird to see them because of COVID. Like we haven't been able to like physically meet up or anything so much, but like, like we'll comment a little bit. Like I follow all them and I'm going to see Elizabeth in like next week. So Mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. Um, well, so what are you up to now? What's up with your wife? Anything that you want to share? Any upcoming projects? What am I up to now? Well, I am enjoying life. I have a good work-life balance where I value surfing, hanging out with friends and socializing and also obviously doing work. And I am on social media as an environmental influencer. And then the biggest thing coming up is I'm hopefully going to get my like sustainability content into the school classroom and essentially become the next Bill Nye the Science Guy of Sustainability. Oh, awesome. That's that's great. I work in education, so I think that's good. I like that. Very cool. Um, what are some things that you want fans to know about you that they don't know from watching this show? Some things I want fans to know about me that they don't know after watching the show. I would say... Don't judge a person by a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. As in, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, just uh, 
I'm a super approachable guy. So if you guys want to talk to me, feel free to DM me, see me on the street, say what's up, <laughs> send me a postcard. I don't care. I'm always down to chat with people and I not one to judge anyone. I don't care who you are, what background you came from or whatever. You know, I'm down to chat and I see everyone as a human. So um, reach out to me, say what's up. Okay, good. Um, and my last question is, and I think you can speak a lot on this, but what are some great and easy ways that people can help the environment? So as many as you can think of or that you want to talk about just easy simple ways sweet i love this question so <laughs> what i always tell people is get informed so before you can become sustainable and environmental friendly you have to know what it means to be sustainable or environmentally friendly and i say by getting informed i mean go on social media follow a tiktok account follow an instagram account that has that deals with so that uh, deals with sustainability Go on Netflix and watch a short documentary like Seaspiracy or A Life on Our Planet. Or read a book, go on Pinterest, whatever. Just like learn a little bit about sustainability. And then through that, you're going to find out what exactly you are passionate about. Maybe it's gardening. Maybe it's recycling. Maybe it's getting your parents to start recycling just like you do. You know, so like get a little informed. Um that's like, I guess, the long-term approach. The easy approach is just buy a reusable bottle. Stop, stop using plastic bottles and stop using plastic bags. Just get a reusable bag, bring it to the store with you. Get a reusable bottle, bring it with you. And even if you are getting plastic bags and plastic bottles and you're recycling them so you think you're okay, you're not. We need to just stop using plastic in every fashion possible. Okay. Hey, those are, those are some good ways. Yes. Um, oh, and then, and then last thing, um, change seems scary, right? Doing, changing any aspect of your life. You're like, I don't want to change. Like this is going to take time out of my already busy schedule. I get it. We're all super busy. We all have a million things to do. But one thing that we are, all, that we all are not too busy to do is to take care of our health. And I am 100% confident that Living a more eco-friendly lifestyle is going to be healthier for your life, healthier for your planet, healthier for friends, everything like that. So it's a change. It's going to take a little bit of time, but I guarantee you in the long run, will be very positive for your life. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, and yeah, the tips you gave are definitely seem very simple enough that I think most people could, could handle that. So even if you're the busiest person in the world. <laughs> totally. Yes. Well, oh my gosh, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Um, truly, it's really, it was really nice to talk to you. Yes, it was a good chat with you too, Jackson. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Shane from Below Deck. If you would like more Reality Talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow my personal social media. It's at Jackson Seth 35 on Instagram and Twitter. And I will have all of Shane's social media links in the description below so you can follow him and stay up to date with everything that he has going on. But again, thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. I truly appreciate it. Um, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.